Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Like having gotten married, there was never another option for me. It was just like I can deal with it, and I. I do come from a long line of very, very stoic women. Like we do just, we manage, we cope. We, I have a very um, basically optimistic nature, almost comically optimistic. Um, and I, I tend to see the, the sunny side of every situation. So that really, it got me through, it just got me through a lot of stuff. And um, I was, I was really ready to make excuses for him and to overlook things and to say, I can kind of cut this piece out and put it away in a closet and decide that this piece isn't going to bother me. Like I can be okay with that. And in the same way that I would look, I would look at women who are being physically abused and say, well, that I would never, I would never take that. You know, there are other people who say, well, that's nothing. I would never put up with what you put up with. So I think we each have our own way of saying, like, it's all okay as long as this thing isn't happening. You know, this, like, I, I don't think I would ever have put up with being physically assaulted. But so what does that mean in the end? Like, I was putting up with a lot of other, a lot of other crap, a lot of other psychological and emotional abuse. And you know, when it finally, it was just, it was too much, too much, too much. And uh, just, just um, had to, had to come back to myself. Like really that, that's what it comes. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that before saying it right now, but it was really much more about like getting back in a good connection with myself than getting out of connection with him. Because that was almost, it, it was almost not relevant anymore. Like he could stay or go, but I knew who I was and he didn't want to be with the new me. I, something about me that attracted him was the weakness that allowed him to play out this kind of dark stuff on me. I love that you just said that. That is so powerful what you just said. <laughs> that really is probably one of the most powerful statements that I have heard inside of all these conversations. It really is because once you reclaim and I had something similar happen with me where, where I reclaimed me, like once I reclaimed me, it was every, it was all bets off. And similar to you, I was, you know, I had a moment of permission. It was like, okay, this is done. And that's when the new me started. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, that's, that's how it feels. It was like, and I, I think that that moment, I think I was pretty wobbly until that moment in the therapist's office. Yeah. When he said, no, I don't want to know what that is. Then I said, Oh, okay. So like, let's move on now. You go do your thing. I, I didn't need him to participate anymore and I, I mean I'm making it sound in hindsight like you know like there was a lot of tears and a lot of uh, a lot of work 
that had to happen. I was deeply disappointed that after all of our years together, he didn't want to hear why I was so unhappy. Yeah. He just wanted to walk away without having to own any piece of it. I was ready to own my part of it, but um, you know, he had been given a kind of tremendous freedoms in our relationship, tremendous opportunities and tremendous support. And that after all of that, he was so not interested in, in hearing like where I was so unhappy that I couldn't go on um, that it, it hurt tremendously, but it was, <clears throat> you know, I read a lot of books too, right? Like I, I read a ton of self-help books in that time. And, and I remember reading something that really stuck with me and the author said, it's not selfish to do what you want to do. It is selfish to ask someone else to do what you want to do. And that, that's the distinction. It's never selfish to do what you want to do. And that was my mistake. Like I felt that, that being true to myself in certain ways meant that I was being selfish, but, but it's not, it's the other person. Like if I said to him, you have to change yourself in this way, you have to treat me in this way. He's allowed to walk away and say, I won't treat you in that way. Like that's, that's not selfish. He can do that. But, um, but the bigger part of it was for me to accept that it wasn't selfish for me to have standards yeah. of how right. I, how I would, how I would be treated. Yeah. And you restored your integrity because you were out of integrity with yourself. I was out of integrity with myself and that was the whole problem. And when people used to say like, you know, a marriage breaks up and it's like 50% like your fault, 50% his fault. I mean, like anybody could, objectively look at our situation and say, well, okay, like just looking at the facts, I'm going to put 90% on his plate or whatever. That doesn't matter. I am a hundred percent responsible for the fact that I married this person who would treat me in a way that was outside of my own integrity with myself, that I would accept it, that I didn't stand up for myself to say that that's, not okay with me. I, I'm not okay with that. I didn't know those words. Mm. I didn't know those. I didn't know how to say that. This is not okay. Um, I just, I just had to, you know, absorb it. And, and when I learned how to just put up the boundaries, it was, it was easy for me to release him because I didn't need to feel, uh, I didn't need to behave in a way that was selfish by requiring something of him. Yeah. I could tell him what I needed and then he gets to choose whether or not to provide that. It's completely, completely his choice. And um, yeah, it's a, just a, it was very liberating. But it's accountable. It's accountability. So you took accountability for your life and then your life starts showing up. And that's the, I mean, that's the underlying message that 
I love sharing is, is that once you become responsible for your life, then you can create the life you want as opposed to reacting to it, which is what I hear in inside of your story. So knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? Like, what would you, like, if you were able to, to go back in time and apply all the knowledge that you have, what would you do differently towards uh, from the beginning? What would you do differently? You know, I think that we would have split up very early on. If I, if I knew what I know now, I think we just would have split up early on in our relationship or at any, at any moment, there were many sort of um, watershed moments of our marriage where I could have said, okay, like this is really ringing a bell for me here. Like, I think maybe we have to rethink this union because um, it's not going to suit me. Like I, I can't, I can't, um, um, I can't abandon myself in this, in this union. I can go this far and you have to come there to meet me, but I, I can't, uh, I don't want to abandon myself and I won't, I mean, I won't anymore. Um, but I didn't have any inner infrastructure for that at the time. I like, it's, it's hard for me to think about going back to that moment because I was getting so much validation from, uh, from what I thought I meant to him. I, and I, like, I can remember the thoughts that, that play in my head. And really it was like my idea of what I meant to him was sustaining my feeling of self-worth. So like, I don't know how you can get around that without that the kind of aha moment. But if I could have, if I could have provided that for my 25 year old self, um, uh, I think I would have like either, well, no, I, d I don't think that it would have been possible to, to make it go better with him, but I think that we would have separated. I mean, he, as I said, my, my ex-husband had had two long-term live-in relationships before he met me and he was only 26. So he had lived with a girlfriend for four years and another one for two years. And, and I thought, I thought at the time that was really great because like he already knew what it was to live with someone. And, and it's, to some degree it was true, but since being with me, he's had, he's on his fourth long-term relationship in the last 20 years. And one of them, he was married and the other ones were like live in two, three, four year relationships. And so that's, that's his flow. That's his pattern. That's how long he's good for to, I mean, I, I certainly hope that the one that he's in now will last a long time, but it seems that there was, you know, it was possible with me because I, uh, I sacrificed myself for that in a way that, uh, you know, looking back, I, sh I ought not to have done. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. 
it makes a difference.